Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Well, isn't this interesting? Mike DeFabo has entered the building. He's standing. That's what Ron did. Ron didn't sit. He stood in the spot that you're standing in now, Mike. Well, Welcome aboard. Huge shoes to fill. And you say that you act as if I just walked in here. I was invited. We should let the people <laughs> know that part of it. I did invite you. Yes. The weird thing is that you and I barely know each other. In fact, I've probably seen you maybe I don't know, 10 times. We may have talked at length once, which was at the fan party uh, down on the North Shore. And it was such a good conversation that you wanted more of it. Yes. I actually, I I actually believe, I, I don't know if you remember this, but the first time I met you in person was at Steelers training camp. And you walked up to me and you said, Johnny, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> I thought you were Johnny football. I, I forgot I, about that. I think it Did was, you have a mustache then? I've, and then the second time that I saw you, you asked me if I shaved my mustache. I can't even grow facial hair. I'm then like, who's the guy who had the mustache that I thought was you? That's what I was trying to figure out. I think you were thinking of Johnny McGonigal. No, 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 no. There's a third guy. I, I know Johnny McGonigal didn't have. Is he? Are you friends with him? Johnny, Johnny football? Johnny McGonigal, yeah. Yeah. There's another guy who had a mustache. Without question, he had a mustache. And once I saw him at Shooter's Golf. Did you ever see me at Shooter's Golf doing a show? See, here's the thing. I don't golf. I've never had a mustache. This is a case of mistaken identity. <laughs> Maybe you meant to invite that guy onto your show. Who is it? He was a younger guy like you at the Post-Gazette, and he definitely had a mustache. Brian Bacco. Brian... No. No, no, no. I know him. Uh, I know uh, him well. What about well. Noah Hiles? Maybe that's No, weird. the Noah Constrictor. I know him, too. It wasn't him. It was a guy just like you. Are you sure you didn't? Was it a fake mustache? No, I've I've never had good faith. I wish I could grow a beard. It's disappointing because right now I'm I'm 34 years old, but I look much younger. <laughs> you look because like you you must get carded going into bars, do you? I do, I do. And and right now I'm not to the point where it's a compliment, right? Like at some point in my life, I'm sure I'm gonna be really happy about that. But right now I'm still a little bit, you know, disappointed. So if you had to grow a playoff beard, there would be absolutely no hope. No, right? it would be like the Sidney Crosby trash stash, his rookie se- or second season when they finally made it, when it's all patchy and gross. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm looking at something here. I almost just called you Brian, too, because now I'm thinking about Brian Batko. You look like you're 19 years old. That's a compliment. Well, I, uh, healthy living. Do work, you have any out. whiskers? Now I'm really looking at you. Well... 
Joe, because you invited me and I shaved right before I came in, I wanted to look my best, <laughs> appear my best. You can you do you how often do you shave? I'd say usually like two to three days. What do you make of this Fort Myers? I want him to come in sometime with a fake mustache on just to really throw everything into a loop. I'd like that too. I thought Yager looked young for 54. I'm not exaggerating that if you told me that Mike was a senior in college, I would believe you. 23 years old. Yep. See, and, and I think that it helps me when I'm in the locker room with like players because mm. I can relate to them. They're like, oh, here's a guy about my age. He understands right. where I'm at in life. Right. But I think it hurts me when it comes time to like ask Mike Sullivan or Mike Tomlin a question. They're like, what's this college kid doing you know, right. stumbling into our press conference? Yeah, I can see that both ways. I have a story for you. <clears throat> God bless me. I spoke, God bless you. Thank you, Sean. I spoke earlier today of a woman in our office. You're getting married, right? I am this summer. This summer. I want to hear about your proposal because <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the woman I spoke to this morning was on vacation with her fiance. I thought this was elite. I think they were, where were they in, in Greece or something? I don't know where they were, but they were on the beach. He said, let's go collecting shells. This one's nice. That one's nice. Oh, look at this one. He gave her the shell, and inside was the ring. That's genius. That is better than my execution, I think. What was yours? So so my original plan was we had a really great ice skating date, and Jenna was like, let's make this a yearly tradition. So my plan was we would go ice skating. Maybe I would propose right then and there. Well, the the week that I had planned this, it was like the coldest day of the year. So cold, in fact, that they canceled the ice skating. So I'm scrambling. Her parents are in town. They want to celebrate with us. They know that it's going to be the day. So I'm pretty much committed to this. So I decided to go with the Mount Washington proposal. And at this point, I'm driving there. We get up there, and I'm just nervous. And so I just kind of rip it and pull off onto the side of the road. And I just said, get out and follow me. And we get out. We walk out there. I do the whole thing. I had a photographer waiting there who was like pretending to take photos of the landscape so that they weren't going to be recognized. That's good. Yeah. I did the whole thing. I got down on the knee. You know, I am a gentleman like that. But it was so cold outside that we both almost got frostbite. Like my ear for the next three hours hurt. And so like it's only fitting. And my dad's line was, well, hell must have really frozen over because she said yes. So. <laughs> Always a good feeling when they say yes, <clears throat> right? Well, you don't want to ask the question not knowing what the answer is going to be. But now we're in the wedding planning stage, Joe, and you're probably well past this, but I'm starting to believe that that whole thing is a scam. Because you, Oh, is it a scam? Well, you, we went in and they had us taste the cake, and then the cake costs more than my car. Well, what you do is you get inundated as the groom with questions, constant questions. Do you want this invitation? Do you like this invitation? Do you like this? Right. And, and I, I figured it out. What it is, is it's all part of their ploy that you just get basically beaten into submission until you just say, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yes. And I think that that's an intentional move. So then in, in, in marriage, then you're kind of already set up for that. Just already, whatever you want, honey, whatever you want. Exactly. So you've already figured that out. So that, that's what I yeah. believe the wedding planning is, is it's a secret. It's a scam created by the brides knowing full well that it'll continue into marriage. Now, are there some people on the... Um, sort of on the borderline of in or out. I remember we had, uh, and I'll change the name to protect the guilty, uh, a drunken uncle that 
I think my wife wanted there, but I'm like, yeah, he's, you know, been arrested and has ruined about five <laughs> weddings already. Maybe not a good idea. People like that that are just uh, sort of right there on the cut line. Well, there's definitely the A list and then the B list. Right. And in now I come from a very big Italian family. And so I asked my parents who they wanted to invite. My dad came back with a list of 45 cousins. And my mom came back with a list of 30 aunts and uncles. <laughs> and I said, this is going to be a wedding of only 200 something people. You know, you've already filled it up. Um, so, so yes, definitely we're dealing with that. Tough to make those cuts at the end of camp. It really is. Because, you know, you, you, I was worried about hurting people's feelings. Well, the one thing that I'm getting from my mom is send this person an invitation, but they won't come. And one of them is, well, Aunt Elsa, she's in a nursing home and has brain damage, so she won't come. But send her an invitation. Send her an invitation anyway. Right. And That's like, good. And I'm like, is she the only known person in our family with brain damage? Or <laughs> There may be a what, couple more. What do you think? Undiagnosed. Yes. Um, what do you think of the fan personalities here? Are you friends with all these guys? Do you know Mulsey? Do you like him? I think I'm. I think that they would consider me friends with them. I would consider myself friends with all of them. Yeah. I try to be friendly with everybody, Joe. Give me a quick opinion on each one, Mulsey. Oh, well, maybe just like a, a quick scouting report. Scouting since, report. Since yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think his medical history concerns me if I'm drafting him. I know he's had a couple knee surgeries. Um, but, you know, I, I think he's got the the bald head look that ages well as a sports guy. You can move into more of the tougher, you know, mean type takes if you have that look. Do you agree that Mulsey's the type of guy who upon first sight you want to punch him, but then underneath, <laughs> like Ron, like Ron, underneath is a very nice man. Very tender-hearted man. He's really only ever been nice to me. I've never had any beef with him whatsoever, so I would agree with that. Yeah. How about Pony? Pony. See, I, I, I tend to believe that Pony knows how to play the game. And there are some times when I think, does he believe in the take that he's spitting out right now? Or is he doing it for show? And, and I think that he plays that game very, very carefully. He really does. And he's a genius debater. Have you ever noticed that? Well, he does. He has all the sports talk radio tricks. He does. And all the like debate a, tricks. Like a lawyer, you you ask somebody a very pointed question. They, he'll always say, like, what's the percent chance this is going to happen? And he'll veer off to get you to not know something. We'll be talking about, I don't know, running backs. And it'll veer off into a quarterback. And he'll say, well, you once said this. And this is, what do you think of this guy? You're wrong. And, and that'll be that'll carry the debate that I was wrong about something that had nothing to do with the debate, which is ge which is genius debate strategy, by yeah. the way. Yeah. No, he does an incredible job of that, of, of moving the goalpost to fit. Moving the goalpost. Yes. Thank you. How about Crowley? Crowley? See, Crowley. Have you drank with him before? Uh, well, here's I drank with him one time at PNC Park, and it went so well that by the end of it, he was convinced to baptize his daughter and let me be the godfather. <laughs> I don't think he has any religious affiliation whatsoever. Other than performing marriages. Yeah, which also they were trying to do mine. They thought that that was like just going to be next. But uh, that's You like him then. You've become very friendly with him. So I would say Crowley is the kind of guy that, and I think this is why he's been successful on your air, is he's most similar to the guy you'd sit next to at the bar and just kind of have a funny, casual conversation with. Right. That's, that's his vibe. Exactly. 
Doran. Doran, um, I think Doran is like, he likes to remind you that he played the game. And he forgets that he's in media now. So he likes to go in the camp of, well, the media does this, the media does this, and us players know this, completely forgetting the fact that he's now in the media. He's now in... He's now the enemy. He's now that guy spitting out takes and not knowing what he's talking about, not knowing what assignment guys had on things, all the things that he criticizes guys for, he's now part of. Now he's going to be mad at you for that, and he's big. He is pretty big. He is pretty big. But people, this is radio, so they don't know how big I am. Have have you drank with him? Uh, No, I don't think so. How about Zeiss? Zeiss is a character, and I have come to really love the character side of him like I don't agree with a lot of his opinions but I absolutely love him as a character and the best example I have of this is recently I did like the one of those TV shows sports debate things on channel 11 and afterwards I'm walking out with him and he bends down and he picks up a cigar off of the ground and puts it in his mouth and said I left that here the and, last time he did the show? Like, he did the show, walk, he, and yes, came out of Channel 11 Studios, picked a cigar up off the ground and placed it directly into his mouth and said, <laughs> oh, I left this here on the ground. And I was just curious, did you leave it on the ground, or did you see a cigar and go, oh, a cigar? <laughs> Either could have been possible. It's 50-50, I think, at this point. And I, and I think that things like that are the reason that I like Paul. Now, I would have had you on this show, and we're talking to Mike DeFavo of The Athletic. Where are you from? Latrobe, right? I'm from Latrobe. Latrobe. Latrobe, yes. Um, You and I, you were never on this show. Never on the show. And I think it's because Ron, this wasn't spoken, but Ron was very leery of younger guys being on the show. He just Mm. was. Who were we talking to earlier today, Fort? Wasn't it Gentilly that we had earlier Gentilly yesterday. Yeah. Ron didn't. He wanted no part of Gentilly. So you say, and I got the vibe that he wanted no part of you. So, so you said, "Do you want to have DeFabe on the show?" And he said, "Oh, I don't know, Joe. I don't know." <laughs> He's been waiting all all no, segment to use that. No, it never got to that point. I sensed wow. that he wouldn't want you on the show. I didn't even bother with Ron. It got to the point where now, see, how do I know that that's true? How do I know that's you not don't. you? You that, don't. That didn't want to have me on the show. No, no, no. I had heard you. And liked you on the air, but I didn't feel like you get to the point with Ron where I, I just don't feel like broaching it with him. It's going to lead to a problem. See, he's not even here to defend himself. I know. We used to sit next to each other in the press box sometimes. Did he talk to you? Occasionally. Hello? Yeah. He would say hello. He would say hello to me. By name? Hi, Mike. Like that. Then that's more than some people got. Yeah. Maybe I had the whole thing mistaken and we should have had you on. I think that you should have. I came on a couple times when I was covering hockey uh, back at the Post-Gazette days. Uh, I think we ran down a list of who the Penguins' nicknames were at the time. You and I did? Mm Mm-hmm. I have no recollection of that. It must have been the guy with the mustache. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to figure out who that guy was before long. All right, Mike. Now that we have the pleasantries out of the way, um, let's talk sports. Would you like to do that? Let's do it. Let's talk about Jake Gensel. This sucks, Mm. doesn't it? I mean, things weren't exactly going swimmingly before that, and now he's out for four weeks. What would you do with this guy? Would you trade him or keep him? 
Well, they're in a really difficult spot here because the the reason why the Penguins are not in playoff position is because they can't score goals. And so you're going to give up the one winger that you can rely on, a perennial 40-goal scorer, a guy who has 22 goals. And then you create a massive hole on Sidney Crosby's wing. And you have to then use whatever compensation that you get to go get that winger. And that's what I'm afraid of is, let's say you, you give him up, you get a first-round pick. Do you think you get maybe two first-round picks for him? You probably have to go out and use one of those picks to try to get a winger. And are you going to get a guy as good as Jake? The, the reason why you would trade him, though, is because he wants money. Right now, he makes $6 million. He's been underpaid for years now. Yeah. So he's going to want, I would think, $10 million, $11 million, and a lengthy contract. He's about to be 30 years old. You know, do you really want to enter in that conversation? So I think, I think a best-case scenario for the Penguins is you trade him, you get a couple picks in return, and then you do have discussions with him this offseason. And maybe it's a rental situation where the team, you know, spent something on him. They only have him for a couple months. And you bring him back I hadn't here. thought of that one. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, because the salary cap goes up $4.2 million next year. So even though in the only contract they're going to get off the books is going to be Jeff Carter, who makes $3 million. You don't have enough. Like So you would have to use basically all of the money that the salary cap is increasing to, to pay Jake Gensel to bring him back if you want him. Do you like Rob Rossi? I do like Rob Rossi. He introduced me to my fiance. So He did? He played matchmaker behind the scenes. Wow. I know. Can you believe that? Now, he's another one, a longtime friend of Rob, but I think sometimes he can rub people the wrong way. But underneath, what a nice man. The first guy, he, he his parents live right near us. You know what? In Pe- Green people Tree. have the wrong impression of Rob because he's a very tough reporter and he's not afraid to stir stuff up. But he's a very different journalist than he is a guy. He's like actually the kind of guy that would give you the shirt off his back and would do anything for you. So First guy to come to my house when my daughter was born. Mm-hmm. There was Rob Rossi knocking at the door with a Dairy Queen cake. His Even dad better. used to own a Dairy Queen. An ice cream Even cake. Even better, yeah. No, I'm I'm a fan of Rob's. Do you like ice cream cake? I like the part in the middle. The so do I. That little chocolate. Yeah, the little caramel. chocolate crumble thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the best. Slightly melted. Mm. Hmm. One time when we were kids, we were just like, "Let's get an ice cream cake." No occasion whatsoever. So we just came up with like the longest name that we could to get like a fake made up name, <laughs> so we could get the most icing on it. Do you like ice cream cakes, Sean? Of I course do. you do. Yeah, and I'm yeah. a big Dairy Queen guy. I could go for a blizzard right now if you can maybe call up Rossi and see if that's still. What's your favorite Dairy Queen item? See, we're just getting to know each other, and I, I need to know things like this. Mm. Mine's a Buster Bar. I think uh, I, oh, definitely the uh, the blizzard. The blizzard with Reese's. My nephew Liam, you know how they turn over the blizzard, and mm-hmm. if they, if it falls out, you get one for free? <laughs> He did that in Cape May, and he turned it over, and the whole thing fell out. Very tragic. Did they give him a free one? Yeah, they did. Yeah, he got a free one. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, blizzards and things of that nature, like that style. Because everyone, I love that they all have, like, they're like the Arctic swirl and all things that sound like blizzard but aren't. Have you ever had a Pittsburgh media feud? Mm, No, and I'm trying to stay away from them because. (laughs) We were talking about this earlier. 
Doran might about, be on that list soon yeah, Doran, after what you said Doran, about him. You and Doran might have one cooking after this. Oh, you think? Do you think so, Fort? No, Doran's. He, I don't think he's looking to start a fight. Although, see, he's a, if you mess up again, he gives you he gives you one strike, but two yeah, strikes just might one. be a different story. He also kind of bullies Crowley. He's like both Crowley's. Oh my god! Now he's bully. got two. Don't you think? Do you get those vibes? No. Do you, Fort? Somehow Crowley's always losing bets that he Not always when has I've to do things. Him. Well, yeah, he does that. He's a horrible predict. Well, he's a West Virginia fan. I think That's he. I think he enjoys losing the bets. I think he likes doing like, oh, don't make me shave my eyebrows off. It's like <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> no one asked you to, but okay. Did Doran ever pay off that bet since WVU beat Pitt in football? Wasn't he supposed to get a tattoo? I don't know. Uh, I think that was the a West Virginia tattoo. Well, I think the way Doran is going to work around it is he was going to get a West Virginia tattoo, but it was going to be thirteen to nine as part of it. But I don't know if that ever happened. We'll have to ask city limits or now, someone. Now that I think about it, you and I had a weird little feud going last year. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. That was really strange. But we, but we never actually, like, it never came to fruition. <laughs> I know it was a private. I'm looking at it the... was a private feud. <laughs> Was. I'm looking at not the, like most of them in Pittsburgh. You started it. it no, no, you, no, and, no, no, and, no, no, And you caught me on a bad day. Hold it, on, it hold was, on. <laughs> I did not start it. Yes, uh, let I me have start proof. this. Let me start this story. I have proof. All right. The story started with I went on air with Crowley. Yes. And, and I was saying people were saying why is Pitt not ranked? See, Crowley's in the middle of and, all and this. And I crap. said the reason why Pitt's not ranked, and I I used to cover college basketball, covered Purdue. They're obviously obsessed with basketball there. Is the whole call from mom? Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Quad one, quad two, quad three win thing. And their resume was not, even though maybe the eye test, yeah, they're, they were a good team. Right. So I was explaining that. And so you said, do you want to come on one-on-one? Well, you didn't even have me do it. You asked your henchman. Uh, <laughs> oh, now we're getting down to it here. <laughs> who, well, uh, who was it? Falsy? Yeah. Yeah. You asked him. <laughs> your henchman. <laughs> he had the foot soldiers after him. Exactly. You said, he said, hey. Starkey wants to debate you one-on-one. I was at the NFL Combine doing my job, and my response was, 
You've never had me on the show to talk about the sports I cover, which is the NFL. Because now, of Ron. Now yeah. you want me to come on and debate you right. about this. Now it's all coming back to me. And I said, I don't have time today to, to, to handle something like this. Yeah. And then, then it continued. In direct messaging. In direct messaging. I'm looking form. at it. He, l- listen to this, and you tell me if he's not challenging here, Fort. I get a direct message, and, and your recollection is accurate of all of that mm-hmm. now that I think about it. Right out of nowhere, not hi, Joe, or what's up. <laughs> Mike says, would you like to make a friendly wager? Friendly. Let, let me get my glasses here. On tonight's game, a top 25 powerhouse like the Panthers should have no issue making it through a play-in game, right? And I wrote back, that doesn't sound like a friendly wager. I said friendly. I was looking for, hey, why don't we bet 10 bucks or... You know, I know, but it 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 was it set the tone. Okay, and then I was having a Jimmy G is suspended. Oh yeah, you just told me that P- for P- what? PEDs, two games. What reverse PEDs? He weighs no more than Craig Riley. What's happening here? I was I was wondering if it was like Botox or lip filler, <laughs> some kind of cosmetic PEDs, because he's a handsome guy. <laughs> That's one of the strangest suspensions I've ever seen. Jimmy G for PEDs. Well, it was like when the Are you Mi- kidding me? when the Mitchell report came out and that Kevin Young was on it, and you were like, yeah. "How bad would this guy have been yeah. without PEDs?" They can't even get guys to hit home runs on steroids, <laughs> right? Right. So you said it's very friendly. Pitt has been disrespected all year, and tonight will be their chance to prove to everyone they should have been was, ranked all along. That was, was sarcasm. That there. was sarcastic because of our back and forth. And then it and then it got ugly for a minute, and then. Uh, and then you sent me the net rankings with a little comment. And then I finished by saying, you're never coming on my show. <laughs> no, I said, and shave your mustache. I, I said, see, I knew your intentions were not friendly. And then I did a long missive. And then the, I think the next time we spoke was, was at the North Shore event a few and, weeks ago. And you were like, ready to you came up to me thinking yep here's my chance bar fight i'm gonna knock this guy out <laughs> win this one and then i was so pleasant charismatic Very and charismatic yes you were like actually as a matter of fact why don't you come in and talk sports on the radio with me this has to be one of the strangest mini private sports feuds in pittsburgh media sports history i think we should have made it more public we should have we didn't really even get like everything we could have out of that. I think you need a public feud with somebody. Well, and, and we're glossing over something else. What? You would have won the bet if you would have just accepted my quote unquote friendly wager. I would. They won two games. In you the could tournament. have said, "Hey, let's let's do double or nothing." You would have won right. all kinds of money. You let's... could have retired with Ron. <laughs> <laughs> no, can you imagine that? Would you have retired with Ron down to Fort Myers together? That seems a little. No. Okay. No, no. He still would have been no, on No, I his wouldn't own. have done that. I, I want to visit Ron at some point in Fort Myers. I do. What were you going to say? Like the odd couple. Yeah. A and bit. he might have been the, he might have been the do you, organized Do you feel one. a little bit like um, like a musician who was part of a, a famous band and now you're off on the solo part of yes. your career? Yes. Justin it Timberlake. Like, it feels like Simon and Garfunkel, really. Well, I'm Paul Simon, and he was Art Garfunkel, and now he's into his solo career, and I don't know, you know, in some ways don't know what to do. So I'm making it a variety show with people like you on the show. I like the idea of it. You're the first person in the studio on the show. I feel like everybody is available, and I'd love to have everybody in. 
You know what I mean? Just have a bunch of I, – I talked to your fiancé, Jenna, about coming in with uh, with Shelby Cassessi and doing some sports talk radio. I think, it, I think it can be a variety show. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. What about Fridays with DeFabo then? You could do Fridays that. with DeFabo would be fantastic. There you go. A lot of alliteration there. See this? I'm negotiating on air. Yes, I think it would be great. And now I'm noticing in my direct messages that Ryan Wilson from CBS gave me the Belfont snorkel this week. Ryan, can you join me at noon today? See, this is how it happens, Mike. And I'm sure you've had sources, or maybe you haven't. Maybe it's me. Where you help somebody get their name out there, and then they get sick of you, and then they shut me off. It starts like this. That's what I was hoping to do Yeah, with this whole thing. <laughs> right. This was January of 23 with, you know, Ryan Wilson from CBS, the I draft do. guy mm-hmm. from CMU, read Ron's columns when he was a kid. Ryan, I'm here doing a show by myself tomorrow. Would you come in? For sure, Joe. That works for me. Talk tomorrow. I said, thanks, man. I appreciate your flexibility. The next time was April. He starts to get bigger in the industry. Ryan, could you join us at 1 p.m.? Hey, Joe. I'm in Connecticut for work, and I'll be on set for most of the afternoon. Sorry about that. Mm. That's where it starts to go south. Then the last one was this Monday. Ryan, can you join me at noon today? No response. So it's official. He's done with me. You got big-timed. Yeah. You know what the kids call that last part. Ghosted. You got ghosted. Um, Who else did that to me? Keith Law. You know him from from The Athletic? Is he from The Athletic? I think he is. Or ESPN. Baseball guy, all of a sudden gone, can't get a hold of him. The the law writer for SI, Michael, I forget it, Michael Mann. Mm-hmm. Same thing. When he wasn't known, Michael McCann is his name. Yeah, yeah. When he when he wasn't known, I would have him on all the time about all I could see that sports and law were going together and that he was going to be big. Then he got big and he left me behind. They all do. Look at Folsey's gone. You know, Ron's I, gone. You know, Michael I'll, be gone. I'm, I'm also taking this to mean that you have the golden touch, the Midas touch. Everybody that you have on your show suddenly blows up, and then they don't need you anymore. The Starkey bump is what they go. call it. Yeah. Starkey That's right. bump. That's exactly right. What would you like to talk about next, Mike? Enough about you or me, I mean. Uh, what do you want to talk about? What are the options? Quarter- Steelers. Quarterbacks. Justin Fields. Cornish Hens. I'll give you I'll give you four options. Okay. Steelers. Penguins trade deadline. Okay. The high school sports story where the two kids scored a thousand points, their thousandth point each in the last eight seconds. Oh wow. Or Cornish hens. Uh Steelers. Okay. Do you like Cornish hens, Mm -hmm. Sheltie? No, not a fan. You've tried them and rejected yeah. them, or you refuse yeah. to try them? No, no, I have tried it. Not a fan. <laughs> that was me asking the Pirates manager if he likes Cornish ends. Sheltie. Yeah. Do you like him? I don't know how I feel about somebody who like comes in with a nickname, right? Like if I came in and was like, hey, don't call me Mike, don't call me DeFabe, but like I have another nickname that I'd like. Right, yeah. I don't like that. Ron was very uncomfortable with that and refused to call him Sheltie. He would call him his first name? Yeah, Derek, until they met in person, and then it was Sheltie. We've run over time here. We do that a lot on this show, Mm. if you haven't noticed. You and I have been talking for half an hour. Oh, boy. So we'll continue this conversation next. Mike DeFabo from The Athletic. 
is our feud then it's a thing of of the past squashed right? yeah it's completely squashed yeah i i remember specifically where i was when i came back at you in that in the direct messaging i was in my car frustrated having a bad day <laughs> i apologize for my my um, uh, well, role in that feud i was i'm sorry too but i was opening the door for you to make a little bit of money because yeah. i thought well we we were going to debate it let's just make a little ten dollar bet i don't think he's sorry for it. that didn't sound like an apology it not very like sincere <laughs> no. wasn't at all you here know, i am putting myself out there on live radio apologizing to him for my part in the feud you and know, uh, the, he he threw me an offhand. I'm sorry. You, but what, here's what I'm starting to realize is perhaps you asked me to come in to elicit an apology out of me. No, 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 and no. And that no. was really the motivation for having me. Oh, my here. God. No, that was not. In That's fact, not the reason. No, nope. that was not it. <laughs> no, the, the reason that you're I'm, in here. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Now he's ruined everything. Sean, what are I we don't even do? remember the reason why he's in here now. <laughs> Neither do I. Apparently, he came in to rip. <laughs> To rip Dora Dickerson is the reason. <laughs> I did not. In. That was mild. No, He's always the, wanted a feud with the Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh media feud you know? thing came up uh, organically during this conversation. It's true. We don't trust each other. Um, that's been established too. Me and him don't trust each other. We don't know each other. This has gone awry here within <laughs> in minutes. But to put a whoopee cushion on his seat or something. But we're having a good time, time. <laughs> which is all that matters. <laughs> More with Mike DeFabo coming up next. Uh, Twitter, as I said, brought to you by... <laughs> Can I read one? You broke, Joe. Here, you read these at the noon uh, hour. I've always Go wanted ahead. to do this. See, Can you reach that? Ron never could. He has really short arms in addition to some other physical Which limitations. Which one do I read? Uh, noon hour, the first two. This one? Yeah. Fan Twitter brought to you by <laughs> South Hills Kia... In Peters Township, visit them at SouthHillsKia.net. And then the next one. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, you know what this is like hmm. when your dad is teaching you how to drive? <laughs> Goes to like a back road and is like, all right, you take it from here. Okay. The fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm <laughs> where they say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. I always wanted to do that. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. 
in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.